Today I just want to talk about perspective. Perspective on life, perspective on COVID and what's going on right now and the challenges that we all find ourselves in. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. I just wanted to talk a little bit around perspective and I'm not someone that talks a lot about COVID. It's not something that I want to dig deep into other than the psychology of what people are going through, but the political side, the vaccine side, all of that sort of stuff, I don't want to get too into because I think there's enough anger in the world around all of these things without me adding my voice to it. So occasionally I might write something on Facebook from my perspective, I guess I get frustrated like everyone else, and I just want to get back to life as normal like everyone else. But typically, I don't say too much just because I look at everything that I do and I ask myself, is there value in this? Is there something that someone can take away that's going to make them feel better, perform better, do something differently for a positive effect? And if there's not that level of impact, then there's no sense me writing it. And sometimes, I might just put up stuff that's comical because, you know, a little bit of a laugh doesn't hurt us either. But I don't, or I very seldom want to get into debates with people that could cause people distress because that's just not what I'm about. That's not what the Building Better Humans Project's about. We're not head in the sand, don't get, me, don't get me wrong, but we are about trying to impact people in a positive way. And I think that's really important to understand that you don't have to go into every fight that you're invited into. And I choose not to most of the time. But a couple of weeks ago, I got a dose of perspective on COVID and it was through a mate of mine. So a mate of mine lives in one state. His son was living in another state and his son was traveling. He's a bit of a hippie. He's out just doing hippie sort of things. You know, he's working with everything from animals to the homeless to the a bit lost, just traveling. He'd had some well, um, I guess, well-recognized and even diagnosed mental health issues around just life in general. And obviously COVID might have added to that a little bit in the sense that he got stuck away from home. He was in one state. He just happened to be traveling when all the lockdowns happened in the southern states, and which are still in place as I record this, and started to really suffer badly from mental health and particularly being locked down within a set region in one state. So he couldn't really leave where he was. They were sending him money, trying to keep him afloat that way. Uh, and he's just really struggling. They reached out to the relevant state health authorities just to try and seek some help and even look for exemptions to get him home. And four or five attempts to do that were to no avail. They just weren't getting anywhere. And I guess probably everyone's got a sob story, as the government might see it, or whoever's handling that. And I'm not bagging out the government in any stretch here. I'm just talking about people's experiences. Anyway, about two weeks ago, this young man took his life. And he was in his early 20s. So my mate's about my age. He's got kids about the same age as my kids. And it really rocked everyone's world. And it, and it rocked my world from a point of view of just perspective and just understanding that, you know, this whole COVID experience has cost us a lot in our business, for me personally. It's cost us a lot in what we've been able to do for the people overseas, Killer and the boys in New Guinea, Godson and the boys in... Uh, in Africa and uh, Drew Bar and the team over in Nepal. We just haven't been able to do anything with, um, you know, Jeff and Manuela in, in the Yukon and so on. And it's taken a lot from us. And it's been hard at times. And we've been in these lockdowns. 
And then I hear about all the mental health issues and I understand and I get that that's an issue and I don't know that the government's giving that enough thought. I don't know. But this is the first time an issue like that has actually hit home with me. This is where it's come close to the bone because all of a sudden someone that I know and I know well has experienced this traumatic loss. COVID will forever have that connection for his family. This period of time, they're going to be trapped in that at some level forever because they lost this young man. And worse still, because they recognised that he was struggling, he recognised that he was struggling, and they tried everything to get him brought home, to get help for him if he couldn't get brought home, and they just couldn't do it. And I don't know. Again, this is not a, a podcast about what could have been done, what should have been done. It's easy to say that in hindsight. It's not about that. It's not about bagging out agencies, organisations, government bodies or individuals. It's not about any of that. It's just about for you and I to have some perspective around the fact that some people are losing big in this, like really big. And I thought, to be honest, I thought I was one of them in the sense of what this has done to our business, albeit temporarily. But then to see this happen to a mate of mine just... I'm having trouble reconciling it, if I'm really honest. And I thought twice about recording this podcast, but I pretty much live a very open life through the podcast. Everything that I experience or go through or people around me experience tends to end up here at some point because I'm always looking for life lessons. And the only life lesson I was able to take out of this was perspective, was the fact that we need to maybe take a step back every now and then. And I'm not suggesting, say, our problems are minimised because other people have it worse. But just to understand that, gee, some people have lost big through this. And I pray, not that I'm religious, but I guess it's more of a term of phrase, but I pray that the government or someone is listening to that, you know, not this podcast necessarily, of course, I'm not saying that, but listening to the plights of these people who are losing so much. I had another mate last year whose brother passed away suddenly in the UK and he couldn't fly there, um, you know, which is been hugely traumatic for him not to be able to fly home to his brother's funeral because he's from the UK initially and and you hear these stories often enough but this is one that really cut close to the bone for me to go you know like one of my adult daughters is living interstate and it worries me because you can't do anything when they're away and and people are struggling with their mental health and it it's given me a bigger drive to do something in this space with the we're, we're building an app and it's going to be 12 months away at least, and it's, and it's a big job. And there are times when I've looked at the job and went, oh, man, I reckon this is five, ten years' worth of solid work for me to really do what I want this thing to do. I don't know if I'm up for that. I don't know if I've got that in me still. But then when I hear these stories and I go, I don't know if we can save everyone, but what if we save one? And the idea behind the app, just to digress slightly, is for, for, for I say children, but it's 14 to 21-year-olds, people who struggle who probably don't have the coping mechanisms yet, and if we could put it in their hands, and of course that can filter over a little bit and under a little bit, but it puts it in their hands and it gives them an opportunity maybe or, or to build strategies, to build thought patterns, to build maybe a community or a network that they can reach out to so they don't take that ultimate very permanent step that sometimes young people are taking. And I guess there was that, so there was perspective and maybe a little bit of inspiration to say, you know, pull your finger out. Yeah, it's 12 months to build this app and yeah, it's five or 10 years of hard work to really market it and put it in as many hands as possible of young Australians and 
but you've got to do the work because I feel like myself and the team around me are well placed to do this work. Now I go through, you know, those moments of feeling like an imposter. Who are you? You're not a qualified psychologist. You're doing a bit of study, but you're a long way from finish that. Um, there are people more qualified, blah, blah, blah. You have all those stories. But then I know that myself and the people around me have good stories of, of real stories and re- the ability to communicate. And you know, maybe we can just reach people in a different way. And I'll use my mate's son and my mate's experience as a motivator for me to keep doing what needs to be done. You know, it's that who needs you to bring your A game. And in this case, it's young Jack who's no longer with us. So that's my thought. That's my perspective. I don't know if there's value in that for you guys. I truly hope there is. I just want to say RIP to young Jack. Uh, Mate, taken too soon, and I really wish it had been different. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.